is a message from one of our Sunday celebrations. And you can find out more about Jubilee by visiting our website at www.jubilee.org.uk. Well, good evening all. I do hope you're enjoying this evening. Are you enjoying this evening? Seeing some fantastic Chris Stingles. So, well done, those of you who've been making those. Keep those lights shining. Now, I'm just going to take a few minutes and I'll talk to you uh, a little bit around... You'll be not surprised to know the theme of Christmas. But before we get to that and some things that we want to explore briefly together... I've been thinking a little bit about Christmas, as you might imagine. And, and those of you who know me will know that I like to be organised. So some would say perhaps a little bit too much, and maybe they're right. But, you know, to be organised, and I think being organised is important. Anybody else with me? Thank you very much. Good. To be organised, there's one thing that you need. And that is lists. Okay? If you're going to be organized, if you are an organized person, I can guarantee that you need lists. And you'll be unsurprised to know that I have a number of lists that I do my best to maintain that help me to be an organized person. So I've got shopping lists. I've got a to-do list for work. I've got a list for things for home. I've got, I've got lists of lists, it would be fair perhaps to say. And when it comes to Christmas, there are also lists to be written. So do you want to see some of my current lists? You want to see some of the things that are going on at the moment? So, okay, my first list here is my, is my work list. Number one, phone David. That's a whole nother list underneath that. Um, but uh, we won't go into that, that right now. A long, long list of things uh, to do. Uh, I've got a range of staff meeting. There's uh, uh, and some accounts to do, some sermon series, uh, planning and preparation. It, it just goes on. There's, there's, the, there's the top of my, of my work list. There's another list as well, as well as a work list. I've got a personal to-do list. So I'm letting you, this is actually, it's longer than this, but these are the top four at the moment. Paint the downstairs loo. You'll be pleased to know this has now been achieved. Yes. Uh, I have to confess I paid somebody else to do it, but it does mean, it does mean it is now removed from my list. Repair the paintwork in the study, I've got to do that. I've got to tidy the study. I made a start on that today, you'll be pleased to know. And some processing of bank statements, we all have to do those sort of things every now and then. So that's my personal to do this. The next one uh, is a bit more Christmassy. This is the Christmas food shopping list. Sarah and I spent some time preparing this list this week. Meat, potatoes, carrots. Brussels sprouts, parsnips, pigs in blankets, gravy. I'm surprised wine is only at number eight. <laughs> but it is on the list, and the list does go on as well there. And also to do with Christmas, I guess some of you, I'm guessing many of you may have a present shopping list when you're going shopping. So the next one you'll see here is Sarah's present buying list. Okay, 
So her present buying list, for those who don't know, Sarah is my wife. And this is her list. Number one, me. Number two, the kids, obviously. Uh, her parents, my mum, other family, friends. Don't forget teachers. Do we have any teachers in the room? Yeah, teachers get present. Kids, friends, and so the list goes on. But just in case you're concerned that we haven't shared this out equally, there's a list for me for Christmas present buying as well, <laughs> which is here. Anybody else relate to this? Now, I have to you know that's slightly tongue in cheek. I'm involved in some of the other purchasing, but these are the main items that I've got to be worried about. So, there we are. There's some of my lists that are going on for me at the moment. But you see, having a list is part of being organized. But I think why I really like it, certainly when it comes to Christmas, is that I like to be prepared. Not just organized, but prepared. And being prepared for the big day, which is in just over a week's time, is important. And so last Saturday, we were singing carols in the Derby and shopping centre in the city centre. Maybe some of you saw us there. And uh, I, I was preparing for that. I was getting organised for that in advance, thinking about some of the carols that we might sing together. And as I was looking through, I was struck afresh by the line in the carol, which we will sing in, in a few moments, in Joy to the World, which has the, there's these words. It has, let every heart prepare him room. Let every heart prepare him room. And that got me thinking, am I preparing room for Jesus this Christmas? And as I was preparing for the carol singing in Derby and begin to think about some of the Christmas things that we'd got going on, I found it challenging thinking, am I preparing room in my heart for Jesus this Christmas time? You see, if truth be told, I can be so focused on what needs to happen that I can forget sometimes about what it's really all about. I can be more concerned about what's on my list of things to do rather than the real reason that we're celebrating Christmas at all. I wonder, maybe I'm not the only one. We can get caught up in some of the other things that surround Christmas and forget what it's really about. And so for me, I felt freshly challenged this Christmas to prepare room for Jesus. So let me ask you, this Christmas, are you preparing room in your heart for him? Now, the fact that you're here is probably a good sign. The fact that you've taken you know, an hour or so out of your uh, schedule a week before Christmas to, to come to a carol service, to sing some carols, to hear something about Jesus, that's probably a good sign that you are preparing room in your heart for him this Christmas time. And maybe this sort of message is perhaps what you thought you might hear. Maybe you thought you'd hear that sort of thing at a carol service. You know, much of the Christmas story actually is about preparing room, isn't it? Mary and Joseph were not the only ones looking for room to stay in Bethlehem. 
in chapter 2 of his gospel, Luke tells us uh, about the journey that they make. And, and we, we, we see that Mary gives birth to Jesus and places him in a manger, probably amongst the animals, because there was no guest room available for them. No room here would have been a common refrain amongst the innkeepers and families of Bethlehem. All rooms taken by those who are returning for the, the census that Caesar Augustus had called for. Everyone had travelled back to their hometown. All the available accommodation was taken. They'd searched everywhere. And it being the first century world and not our century world, they couldn't go online and book ahead. And so they took what was left. The room for Jesus was maybe a stable, a room used for the animals. And we've talked about preparing room in our hearts for Jesus this Christmas time already. But there's one greater, more important preparing room that I want to remind us of before I finish. And it's this. It's even more important than you preparing room for Jesus in your heart this Christmas time. Because it's this. It's this truth. God has prepared room for you. God has prepared room in his heart for you. You see, at Christmas, we're not only reminded to prepare room for Christ in our own hearts, but totally central to the Christmas story is this. God has prepared room in his heart for you. You see, that's the very reason we're celebrating Christmas at all. God so loved you that he did everything that was required to make it possible for you to know him. Perhaps the most famous verse in the Bible is found in John chapter 3, verse 16. And it says this, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal or everlasting life. God gave us his Son. That's why he comes as a baby born to Mary to live a perfect and sinless life. All because God had prepared room in his heart for you. 33 or so years later, Jesus died a painful and cruel death on the cross. And then three days later, rose again. All because God had prepared room in his heart for you. All because God wanted a relationship with you. And that's why, to use a line from the same carol, there really is joy to the world. And so if there's some good news this Christmas time, and boy, do we really need some good news at the moment, it's this. God has prepared room in his heart 
for you. But the question that remains is this. What's your response? What's your response? God has prepared room in his heart for you. What's your response to that? The eternal life that John refers to in the verse we read a moment ago is not just life after death, but fullness of life now. Not just a future reality, but a now reality as well. Joy, peace, comfort, strength, good news in a sometimes even often very dark world. Purpose, hope, a reason to live. This is what eternal, everlasting life is all about. And because of Jesus, it's available right now. God has prepared room in his heart for you. And he wants you to know and receive his love. And he's done everything required to make that possible. It's a relationship that you were created for, you were made for, you were designed to have. But the Bible tells us that all of us have gone our own way, rebelled against the life that God had for us, sinned against him. And thus there's this great chasm between men and women and a holy God. But remember, God has prepared room in his heart for you. And so by putting your hope and your trust, by turning around from the way you're living and coming to Jesus and asking him to pay the price and believing in and on him, you can have that relationship that God has created you for, that relationship that you were designed for. Because God has prepared room in his heart for you. So in a moment, I'm going to give you an opportunity, if you'd like to, to respond to this good news. Today, you could know what it is to have a relationship with the living God himself. By putting your hope and your trust in Jesus. By making him the Lord of your life. Jesus comes to save, to forgive to restore your relationship with God, to bring you back to what you were created for. And if we are thinking about presence this Christmas time, it really is the very best gift that you could receive. And so just to be really clear, this is not a come to Jesus and have a problem-free life message. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is make him the Lord of your life. Receive his gift for you this Christmas time. And maybe for the first time you might know his peace, his joy, his hope, his rest, his promise to always be with you now and forevermore. And maybe you've done that. Maybe you've made that commitment to him. Maybe this evening you're following him and that's a major part of your life. Maybe this evening you're thinking back to a time in your life where you 
made that commitment to him, but over the course of time, you've sort of wandered away. And this evening, you might be thinking, can I come back? Is there a way back for me? Can I return? The answer is yes, you can. (coughs) Or maybe you're thinking for the first time you'd want to put your hope and trust in Jesus. Well, you can as well. Jesus' offer of new life is available and on offer to all of us this evening. So this evening, if you want to commit your life to God and receive his gift of grace this Christmas time, or if you want to recommit your life to him, in a moment, I'm going to pray a prayer. And if you'd like to, you don't have to, but if you'd like to, you can pray that prayer along with me. So I'm going to suggest that we close our eyes and I'm going to pray. And if this evening you'd like to put your hope and trust in Jesus to believe in him either for the first time or coming back to him once again, then you can pray this prayer along with me. Just repeat each line as we go. Let's pray together. Thank you, Lord God, for the wonderful gift of your Son. Thank you for making room in your heart for me. Thank you, Jesus, that you come to bring good news and hope to all mankind. I choose today to put my hope and trust in you. I choose today to acknowledge you as my Lord and Saviour. I'm sorry that I failed you and let you down. Thank you that you will never fail me and never let me down. I turn away from everything that I've done which is wrong. And I ask you to please forgive me. I choose today to always follow you and to right now receive your love and your forgiveness. Please give me the gift of your Holy Spirit to help me live for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Now, if you've prayed that prayer this evening, I would love to know. We'd love to send you a a free gift to to help you on your journey as you follow Jesus. And if you'd like to, we'd love to introduce you to others who can help you on that journey as well. But as well as knowing if you've prayed that prayer, and I really would love to know that, we'd also like to know what you thought this evening. And uh, we'd love to get some feedback from you. And we'd love also to stay in touch with you if you would indeed like that. So can I ask all of us, no matter where you are seated uh, across the cinema, in your seat pocket should be a card. And I'm expecting that you'll either be sitting on or having close to you a pen, which was left there also. So can I ask you to take that card right now? And uh, just have a look at that. 
Maybe the lights could go up a little bit. Ray, please, that would be really helpful. Thank you. And you can just fill that in, tick any appropriate boxes. If you maybe you prayed that prayer or you'd like to stay in touch with us. Or if you'd like to comment on how you found this evening, we'd love to hear that as well. And if you'd like us to send you that gift to help you on your journey of faith or you'd like to stay in touch with us, make sure you fill out your contact details on there as well. In a few moments, not quite yet, we're going to sing our final carol and we'll collect these cards in and we'll also take the offering that we talked about a little bit earlier. But just to give you a moment to fill out the cards, I'm going to stop talking and you can fill out the cards and in a moment we'll sing our final carol together. listening to this Jubilee Church podcast. Feel free to check out our website at www.jubilee.org.uk or come along on any Sunday morning.